0: God makes all things new. God makes all things new.
1: God makes all things new.
0: God makes all things new. God makes all things new.
2: God makes all things new God makes all things new
0: would the uh, elders and if any of the the families or parents of these kids sorry kids you got to come back up here I'm sorry I forgot to tell you, you got to stay up here come on back up here and the parents if you'd like to come up here with them uh the elders are going to pray a blessing over uh, over these kids Uh, and their families, and as well, uh, along with all of these kids entering a new phase of life, um, Gene and Robin's new grandson is here today, and we're going to bless him as well because that is definitely a new phase of life life for them and for their family, so uh, he he is going to come up here with his new grandson, and he will be blessed along with uh, all of these kids and their families as well.
2: going to bring up the uh, beautiful McWorda twins, too. We've got uh, beautiful babies everywhere, and I tell you, the the future of the church looks mighty good there to me. This today is a a good opportunity to remind us of a variety of things, not only that, you know, everything can be new today uh, with the Lord, and it doesn't matter what your walk has been, but uh, God can make everything new. The other thing it reminded me of is how many different ways there are to worship the Lord, and uh, God uh, likes us to worship him every way we can, and our daily life certainly is part of that. But uh, as we, we do go to God in prayer, we certainly want to be remembering these kids as they go to the next step in life. And this prayer, though, is for all of us because tomorrow is a new day. It is our choice to make the direction, uh, the God, God's direction, not our direction, But to make it his, it is our choice, and we have that choice. And uh, as we go to the Lord in prayer, I hope you will be praying for these children daily to uh, fulfill what the Lord's work is. And as you pray that prayer, uh, help us all to pray that for ourselves as well. But uh, let's go to God in prayer. Father God, we we thank you so much for what is represented uh, today on this stage, the families of these children and the children themselves and Lord, whether we're talking about newborns, as the McWhorter twins or Josiah, uh, Father, we pray the richest blessings will be your richest blessings will be uh, poured out on these families, and that you will give these children exactly what they need uh, to move ahead in the future. And most importantly, Father, I pray that you will help uh, help all of us, uh, whether young or old, to to see the importance of leaning on you, realizing that without you, we are extremely weak and have real no, really no opportunity or no hope. But Father, help us to see that, that through Jesus Christ and through his blood, that all things can happen. And I pray, Lord, that you will especially uh, give these young people direction, that you will give them wisdom and discernment, and especially, Father, give them the understanding they need, especially the understanding that uh, each of us needs to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. And, uh, Father, that we need to uh, be baptized uh, into your family and allow your spirit to reside in us. And I pray, Father, that anyone here that has not done so will will take the opportunity to do that today. But, Father, lead each of these individuals, whether uh, family, uh, the kids, into the, the next day and help us to remember uh, that every day is in your hands and we just need to let you uh, take control. But we thank you for what's represented here. We thank you for what you've done for us in the past and we pray a most prosperous future, Father, that you'll open your storehouse on, on everyone represented here by all of the families of this church family and uh, that your your spirit will lead us all to go down the paths uh, path of righteousness and to show the love that we should have for our brothers and sisters and and ultimately the love for you, Lord. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the plan of salvation that he died on the cross for us. And we pray, Lord, that we will see uh, see that beautiful picture every day. But thank you for this opportunity, for for Joey and Callie, and for all the work that went into the program today. And, uh, Father, we just pray that you'll lift us up and uh, help us to uh, walk closer with you every day. We pray this in your son's holy name. Amen.
1: You know, whenever we uh, come together, we always uh, like to take a moment to to have an invitation uh, of people. You never know what's going on in people's lives. And yesterday, I don't know how many of y'all saw in the uh, local paper, but it talked about, you know, we're all excited that college football and high school football is here. I mean, Cheryl and I, we couldn't wait. We was all excited when we got our... Uh, season tickets for Mary Montgomery and just all excited about going and enjoying football games but this past Friday night it was two things that happened uh, over just in the state of Alabama one happened up in um, North Alabama it was coach Kenneth Howard at 48 years old the coach went to the locker room with his football team and um, started complaining about chest pains and he was pronounced dead a little while later at the hospital but there is 30 40 50 boys i don't know how many boys he had on this team that was with this man when he passed away this is this is james parish this this hits home with me because when i started officiating high school football this was i had two mentors and james was one of my mentors james this picture was taken less than an hour before he died on the football field Friday night in Dauphin, Alabama. And, I mean, you look at him, he's a perfect picture of health. James was celebrating his 35th, this was his 35th year as being a high school official. And knowing James had worked with him, it's been 10 years since I've worked on a crew with James because we had, we was relocated. But James was a strong Christian. And... Um uh, And there was probably four to five thousand people at this particular ball game. And from what I've been able to find out from uh, talking to another friend uh, that was in this same association that uh, James, I'm sure normal routine for James is, as we all huddled up after the corn tossed, and you always see the officials, out there in the middle of the field, you really think they're talking about game strategy and all like this. But with James, he would always say, guys, watch the ball. If you've got a crazy call, you better know the single. And then he'll say, remember, guys, we're going out to eat after the ball game. Have a great game. And you break and you go. What I was told was that Dauphin High School just scored a touchdown, and there was a personal foul during some time during the play. I'm sure James walked up to his linesman that threw the flag and says, Jackie, what you got? James, I got a personal foul against. I don't know which team it was against. So they said that James turns around towards the press box, and when he went to do his hand like this for the personal foul, he collapsed dead on the field. What this, What this is all about is... Folks, we do not know when our time is up. We can be young. I mean, we've got a 48-year-old James, I think, was around 65. We never know. None of us have any assurances whatsoever that we're going to be here this afternoon. We're going to be here tomorrow. I was telling um, Joey earlier this morning, we was talking about it a few minutes. I said, you know, I said, I, I'm sure that out of four or 5,000 people, There's probably, uh, that death Friday night on that football field probably impacted somebody that's been thinking, you know, I've got problems in my life. I've been wanting to get straight with God, um, but I'm just not going to do it this Sunday. I'm going to wait. And I can tell you, James was a Christian, and if if James was here today, he'd tell you how great paradise is, and, and don't wait. I want to share a scripture with you out of uh, James 4, verse 14. It says, how do you know what your life would be like tomorrow? Your life is like a morning fog. It's here for a little while, and it's gone. As Will gets ready to sing this song this morning, search your hearts. And, you know, it's like Jerry said, there is no reason for anybody to leave here today not knowing about your salvation. So, if If you feel the need, if we can pray for you, if you need to be baptized, whatever you need is, please come as we sing.
0: Be born in the Lord, be born in the Lord, and the end of broken dreams is the open door. May the the Lord. May the the you mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Seated please.
1: Jan Kazanka has come forward this morning and Jan has requested that we pray for their daughter Tasha and we just, we just need to remember this family. Jan's feeling a lot of guilt that she feels like some of the things that's going on in Tasha's life is her fault because she wasn't a good parent, and I told her that wasn't it. I know she's a good parent because uh, we've been around this family uh, long enough to know that where Jan's heart is. So let's go to God in prayer. Father, we are so thankful for, for Jan and and her family father here and and that father we know that that jan has a heart for you we know that the things that that she just the work that she does and and taking care of people and and being an influence to people and and just an encouragement i mean you know that always you're going to be able to get a big smile and a hug from jan but god our sister's hurting today and 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 father we just ask you to to bless her and and bless tasha father just Help this child as she is trying to find her way, that, that you will keep her safe and, and that you would keep an angel with her. And, and Father, even though sometimes it appears that that she's she's not wanting any guidance from you, we, we know that you're there. And just bring influence, good influence into her life and, and be with all of us that we can be an encouragement to her and just keep an angel around her and keep her safe. And and, Father, just give Jan and her husband the strength they need to, to, to as they raise their children to, to be patient and to feel your love. And, and, Father, we know that all things come from you. And just please give Jan an extra measure to know that she is a good mom and that uh, sometimes we live in a world of sin and, and things happen, but we know, God, that good and, and we know that Tasha will be back with us and worshiping, and and we know her heart, Father, and just keep it tender in Jesus' name, amen.
2: Josh Harrison has also come forward, and uh, I just love Josh, and Lori, I don't know about you guys, if you had not gotten to know him, you need to, Um, but one of the things I love about Josh is his openness, his honesty. And uh, Josh, Josh would like to be baptized today. And, and the thing I wanted to tell you is, is Josh is, um, is doing something, I think, that takes a lot of courage. Uh, bottom line, Josh was baptized when he was a teenager. And uh, as he put it, he, he basically did it to make his parents happy. And what I think is so important about that statement is that we want to make sure our hearts are right, that we are in line with God's will, and there's no, no, nothing more important, and that's it. And uh, what I'd like to do this morning is to not only uh, take Josh's confession of his belief in the Lord, but uh, to baptize Josh so that there is no doubt. What Calvin said a few minutes ago, there is no reason to leave here today without knowing that you are saved eternally. So, with that said, Josh.
1: Um, if I could get the other shepherds remaining to come up. We're, um, I think we've got our, uh, our other new Christians, and uh, we have the Bibles for them. We're going to call your name one at a time, and if you would, um, when you call your name, come up. We're going to give it to you, and then also we'd like you to stay up for a minute and, and uh, say a short prayer for you.